Episode 3, The Legacy of Wukong. In my story, in podcast 2, I tried to use many different kinds of figurative language to make my story more interesting. And now I'm going to be analyzing the ones that I use. My first one was BANG! This was when the rock cracked to transform into a beautiful, magical monkey. My next idea of figurative language was when they stumbled upon a big, blue, beautiful waterfall. This big, blue, beautiful saying was meant to represent alliteration. My next one is Onomatopoeia again, when he decided that he was going to jump right through the waterfall onto the other side. And I describe this as a swoosh sound. The next idea of figurative language was imagery and I tried to make people imagine what was beyond that waterfall and the other side revealed a tall white mansion that glistened beyond the waterfall. My next act of figurative language was when Wukong came to heaven and got the job and Wukong's smile was as bright as the sun because he was so happy to be working with the ranks of heaven. My next figurative language was some more onomatopoeia where I said whoosh when he flew back home because he realized his ranks. And right after that, I had another act which was a simile where I said Wukong raced out of heaven like a cheetah. And my next one is when they uh, send three warriors to defeat Wukong and bring him back. And I said their fist popping and thumping as they battle each other. That's onomatopoeia. The next one was as their fist banged against the doors of Wukong's home, the noise was so loud that it echoed throughout the sky. This was an idea of hyperbole because it was an over-exaggeration. And my last one was when Wukong was no match for Buddha and Buddha was Wukong's kryptonite. This was an idea of illusion. And so now I'm going to be telling you how Sun Wukong has been a huge figure and impact on Chinese culture. Children learn about Wukong's story from the day they are born. And Wukong's name is often denied by Buddhist monks, both Chinese and non-Chinese alike. The Monkey King is very welcomed by the general public as they try to spread his name across the world and establish Wukong as a culture icon. Lots of different cultures are involved as we see Wukong believed being involved in many different cultures from Taoism to Buddhism. The idea of the word monkey in Chinese culture represents being clever and is praised to someone that says something like, your kid is like a monkey. See, that would be good because it means that your kid's pretty clever. The trickster figure was able to trick people in the story because they thought that he was just a monkey, but they didn't realize the true powers that the monkey held. This being the ability to transform their staff into any size and also shapeshift into 72 different things while also holding the power of being immortal. The lesson learned from this story is that Wukong could never die himself and that the tale enabled the Chinese to see and understand themselves for who they are. The story shows people on earth manipulated by an invisible hand in heaven. The Monkey King throughout his journey shows courage and pride at whatever was thrown at him along the way. Sure, he was very mischievous, but when times got tough, he battled through whatever the Jade Emperor threw at him with resilience. 
This shows the Chinese culture that they can be resilient for whatever life throws at them along the way. The intended audience for this would be the Chinese culture, but different people all around the world would know the story of the Monkey King, so anybody can be a targeted audience. Now I'm going to be sharing some similarities and differences between Wukong and Coyote. Each have their respective culture. Well, Wukong deals with Chinese culture, and Coyote deals with Sequempic culture. Coyote has the ability to come back to life after he dies, which makes the coyote immortal. While Wukong, after eating immortal peaches, is immortal also, so that makes them similar. And both tricksters demonstrate acts of recklessness, as we see Wukong causes mischief, th mischief throughout the story by eating magical peaches. Coyote's lack of wisdom gets, him in gets them into trouble, while their cleverness gets them back out, which is also similar to Wukong. And both serve very important parts in their culture, as they are both taught at a young age for children, as Wukong helps to understand resilience, and Coyote to help teacher, teach others the dangers of negative behaviors of greed and arrogance. That's all for this podcast. Thank you for tagging along, and we'll see you guys soon.